Hello, welcome to the show. It's episode 14. I'm Ben Maudsley, and across from me, sitting on the bonquette of hilarity, is David Wetnall. Hi. How are you doing? I'm alright, how are you? Fine, it's been a while, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been... Over a month. What have we been doing? What have you been doing? Nothing. Camping? I went camping once. Anyway. (laughs) uh, Six weeks. uh, Well, yeah. Now, on the last podcast, we asked listeners to send in their emails, and we were overwhelmed with free emails. Uh, We were whelmed. (laughs) Um, But this one stood out. This one is from um, Brian McGee from Scotland. Now, you'll have to read this out in a Scottish accent, but halfway through, you might get a little bit self-conscious as he criticises the potency of the impression. (laughs) Right, well... It's handily printed out on a, a tiny scrap of paper. Right, okay. Hi, my name is Brian McGee from Irvine, Ayrshire, Scotland. And I'm just writing to say, I love the podcast, and your accents are very funny, but your Scottish accent is pish! <laughs> Utter fucking pish! You're going to need to do it on a... You're going to need to work on it a bit. Put more fucking anger into it! <laughs> is that it? Read this out if you like and feel free to mope me any way you want. Don't hold back now, boys. Right, I'm away for a job, eh? Peace, lads. I hope that's... Uh, <laughs> I hope that's not an insight into his private life. What? Just, I don't know, just anger in general. Anger and jobbies. Get more anger into it! Yeah, well, thanks for that, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll certainly try. So, we're a little bit behind on our snooker film reviews. Yeah, um, we've done one for a long time. We're yet to uh, watch Billy Kid and the Green Bay's, Green Bay's Vampire, the snooker musical. We've not got that bored yet. But one other one's cropped up recently, mm. and it's starring snooker player Willie Fawn, and it's called Gatwick Gangsters. Wow. And uh, I've been on the IMDB page for it, and yeah. it is just incredible. It's like they've... It's like they've paid some kind of like deranged marketing company to like make the page for them to like jazz it up, and it's just, just so shit. Uh, that's the, this is the tagline for the film, right? If you read that up, do you want me to read it in like a, a like a cinema yeah, tra- can do, yeah. film trailer voice? That would be good. <clears throat> a tale of love, intrigue, crime, passion, espionage, and more importantly, a veritable work of art, transcending zeitgeist to join the pantheon of the gods in eternity. What the fuck? Is that overblown or what? Transcending zeitgeist to join the pantheon of the gods in eternity. Consid- you have to explicitly say that it's a veritable work of art. I think that's a case of protesting too much, isn't it? Yeah. Also, to give you an idea of the kind of film it is, it says, people who like this also liked Babes, Booze and Bullets and Looters, Tooters and Son off Shooters. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, <laughs> What was that second one? Looters, tutors, and sawn-off shooters. Yeah, looters, tutors, and sawn-off shoes. Um, it's what are li- tutors? I think they're like breasts. Breasts. <laughs> I think <laughs> I'll find. Breasts. I think I'll find, David. They might be breasts. Looters, tutors, and sawn-off shooters. I know you've lead the sheltered life. but I mean, that would also make a good uh, motto for the podcast. Yes. Um, it's a bit like that film we watched, Perfect Break. Yeah. So, like, it's a low-budget film. It's almost like somebody's just got a lot of money, don't know what to do with it, want to yeah. make a film. And they've made a gritty Brit flick. Get Willie Thorne on the phone. <laughs> but this this is the uh, this is the main cast. Yeah. So it's uh, Gary Bushell is Sir George Bourne. B- 
Bobby George is Diamond Larry. Willie Fawn is the Beast. Oh, and Dave yeah. Courtney is a crime is crime boss Ray Razor. That's a veritable feast of bell ends, really, isn't it? Apart oh from Willie. God. Apart from our Willie. Who's Dave Courtney? I know the other he's ones. He's like are. a he's like a uh, like a celebrity gangster. He's like written books uh, about okay. the underworld and stuff. I think. Gary Bushell. Is he the journalist from the Sun? Yeah, oh, he's terrible. Oh. They're all bad balances apart from Willie Bobby George. I wonder if uh, Bushell got more money than Willie. Willie or Bush? It's a thorny issue. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, um, oh, God. But, so, we're going to have to watch this, aren't we? Hopefully, when it's out, we'll get a copy of it. But um, it's out, it's not been made yet. No, well, it's been filmed, but it's not been released. Uh, I thought this was an old film. No, no. Ah, so it's yet so to be released. It's out now. this year. Like. Oh my god! So, so there's a trivia section on the page, and it's just a dazzling display of mundanity. It's just, it's just so ridiculously crap. Right. Uh, have... Do you want to read some of them out? Are they questions? Was just like just trivia, so like trivia. little little right. bits about the film, like what okay. happened during filming. There's some okay. of it. So these are supposed to be like funny yeah, trivia, yeah, yeah. little little tidbits. Supposed to be, yeah. Okay, the first one. Although the guns look real, they aren't. They are just really good replicas. One day, on set, Willie Thorne inquired, Wow, that gun look real, is it? To which the director said, No, it's just a really good replica. <laughs> it gets better, though. You got, enough oh, on my there. God. Right, the next one. <clears throat> Lots of the cast enjoyed the catering, but some didn't. Most of the time, there was a varied menu, but on one day, there was no vegetarian option. <laughs> <laughs> so great. I've got one here. This is my favourite. During filming, the weather was a mixed bag. Some days it was raining, some days it was sunny, some days it was windy, and on a few days it snowed. On a couple of days it was raining and windy as well. <laughs> <laughs> is this a joke? I don't get it. It's, I hope it is a joke, because if it is, it's absolutely brilliant. I hope it can be, because you know it's in production, they need to promote it to a degree. This, this next one's brilliant as well. Cool. Some of the cast used their own shoes, and in the case of one cast member who didn't own a pair of sensible black shoes, a pair was loaned to him. <laughs> this is a good one. Um, actually, you'd be better reading this one out, I think. <laughs> I don't know why. All right. That, uh, that one, John Bagnell. <clears throat> John Bagnell, who plays large in the film, always had chewing gum in his pocket and would always generously offer it out after lunch. Lots of people started calling him Chewing Gum John, then later Chewy, as it was less of a mouthful. On one occasion, someone, who shall remain nameless, called him Cheesy. John corrected them by saying, People are calling me Chewy because I always have chewing gums. Not Cheesy, although I do like cheese. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, don't call me cheesy. I do like cheese, but I want to be known as cheese. <laughs> People are calling me chewy because I always have chewing gums. Not cheesy. Well, I do like cheese. <laughs> but I do like cheese. I do want it to be known that I do like cheese, but don't call me cheesy. Don't you call me cheesy, you can't. I'm chewy, not cheesy. Um, is there any more? I've got... There's one more. It's spoilers. Oh, yes. It says... The trivia item below may give away important plot points. Okay, so if, if you do want to watch this film, maybe... just. Quick, put your fingers in your ears. Um, it says, Of all the mirrors used in the Hall of Mirrors scene, only eight were real. The others were just glass with lookalikes standing behind it. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's great, isn't it? So. Hang on. So, 
instead of using mirrors to do reflections, they just got panes of glass and got people dressed as the actors to stand behind the panes to recreate Surely the effect of a mirror. more difficult than just getting yeah. some more mirrors in. How, do they have to move in exactly the same way, but like mirrored? It'd be hard. Oh It'd be hard got, like, this can't be real. Someone's having us off. Maybe. Well, have a look at the uh, characters on the film. Read some of them out. These are my favourites. It was there was just pages and pages of all the characters, just like the credits like they, in the they, film. Okay, but I've just taken out my favourite ones there. All right. <laughs> so these are the names of the the characters in the uh, in the the film. You've got Voodoo Princess, Large Gangster, the Custodian, Jimmy Viper, Irish Gangster, Chinese Gangster, Hoodie, Russian Boat Gangster, Big Pete, Smooth Harry. Russian ship gangster Rex, heist gangster Fuzzy, X-ray Charlie, the bullet fire, hoodie blaze, gangster Taffy, Petro-Russian gangster, Lord Falston, rumoured, <laughs> Arab falcon handler, toothless Fred, slick Sammy, gambling gay. <laughs> That's so good. Gangster intellect man. <laughs> he sounds like him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a who's your favourite like a Chinese superhero but mm. translated into English gangster intellect man <laughs> yeah he is super gangster but also very clever <laughs> so yeah uh, I can't wait to watch that actually well I do think it'd be fun I, it be I fun. hope it gets released because a lot of these films Mate, well it was I, I was looking um, a bit about the film and it was it's already been filmed in like 2005 mm. Nothing's happened, and on the IMDb page it you says just can't re- get a distributor. Well, yeah, and it says release date December two thousand and seventeen. So that remains to be seen. Just in time for Christmas. Yeah, but if you want a Christmas present for the loved one in your life, get them this shit film. <laughs> um. So I've not watched much snooker recently. There's not been a lot on, has there? Well, been there's been the Riga Masters. Riga Masters, which I watched a little bit of because I was following the German player, Lucas Kleckers. Uh, he get he got on the tour via Q School and he's like the first German player to get on. Now, I thought my snooker wife would be interested because she's of German origin. So when he was playing on the telly, I sort of shouted her over and said, oh, look, this German lad's doing really well. And she just looked at the screen and said, oh, his surname means stain. <laughs> <laughs> So that didn't, that didn't go down too well. Yeah, apparently it means stain. Ugh. So you got yeah. clackers, your cacks. But um, <laughs> Ryan Day won that tournament. The Riga Masters, yeah. yeah payday that. for Ryan Day, Red Letter Day. Total buns. Total cheddar. But yeah. uh, he now re- relinquishes the title of best player never to have won a tournament. Ah, who's that now then? I don't know really. It's not an official title. Not an official title. Um, Dave what's Gilbert, the one at the moment in the Hong Kong Masters? Yeah. That's on as we speak, although it's not really accessible in this country. Mm. I mean, to be honest, I'm not going to watch as many Eurosport tournaments this season because I watched too many last season and it was just getting a bit much, like 25 tournaments. Mm. So if there's any potheads listening and if you're watching them and you hear any funny bits of commentary or thing or yeah, interviews... Send them in. Send them in and you'll, if we use them, I'll send a free T-shirt out. You can't say fairer than that. Yes. Uh, and also the World Cup, I didn't watch any of that. No, I didn't. Which was on Eurosport. It's kind of passed me by that one. Yeah, but uh, it—I mean, it really gets going, sort of, uh, in the winter, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> in, the winter. <laughs> in the winter time, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you get the best tournaments. Because you've got 
some, like a few ITV tournaments, like Champion Champions, you've got the UK Championship, the Masters, and then it just seems to get yeah, going around that time. It picks up pace. And in the summer, it's just a bit bitchy. Well, in the summer, no one wants to be inside playing snooker, do they? Oh, no. They'll be out in the fields, they're running about. Get some fresh air! <laughs> Oh, what I was going to mention was, uh, a while ago on the podcast, we mentioned Matt Selt had got into a bit of a Twitter spat. Careful. And he uh, he was fined by World Snooker, wasn't he? Yes. Now he's been at it again a bit. Mm, um, key burger. Let me just... <laughs> so, uh, let me just find my notes. So, yeah, JK Rowling had posted a picture of Nigel Farage. 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 Um, and with, like, a disparaging comment, commenting, like, about how he incites hatred and stuff. Fair enough, yeah. Matt Sell tweets underneath, stick to writing book rather than stirring things up on Twitter. <laughs> and then Shorty Me replies, and who TF are you? That's exactly what he did and continues to do. To which Matt Selt replies, snooker player, millionaire, philanthropist, you. <laughs> um, so then like after, underneath that, there's like a barrage of tweets um, so, like, saying things like, oh, who are you? Never heard of you. Have you even won anything? Are you actually yeah. a snooker player? So he, so uh, Matt tweets a picture of himself holding a trophy to show that he's won a tournament. Yeah. And then uh, after that, uh, David Rowe, the ex-professional, wades in and says, guys in the audience are wondering, has this guy actually won? Uh, so then this is where it sort of descends into some very sort of tame insults. Mm. So this guy, Thomas Evans, says to David Rowe, said the man with a profile picture where the suit he is wearing is at least one size too small. <laughs> and David Rowe replies to this with a comment on Thomas's profile pic. He goes, chill out, Thomas, medium-sized beanie hat and shit Ikea curtains behind you. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought, what the medium hell? Medium-sized beanie hat. And shit Ikea curtains behind you. <laughs> the two of the tamest insults I've ever heard there. It didn't go past that. Yeah. I think they just probably gave up after that. Twitter is normally much more brutal than that. It is, isn't it? It's a bit schoolyard, isn't it? Maybe snooker fans are a bit more... Uh... Oh, right. Well, I don't care because uh, actually you stink. No one likes your curtains and everyone thinks your mum is rubbish. <laughs> no one likes your curtains. It's <laughs> a good insult. We all said your garden's not big enough. <laughs> oh your God. trousers are too tight or not tight enough. <laughs> one or the other. <laughs> Take your back. Venue Vitriol. If you can come down to the crucible and watch snooker, you will feel so prolonged. And you can say, I was there. I did. And I don't even like snooker. So, I've been back on TripAdvisor, scraping the barrel for anything snooker related. And I found some good ones this week, David. Mm. Let me get my papers. You've got a full stack of papers this week. You never normally have this many notes. Uh, I've got a lot of notes. Um, Portfolio. Yeah. don't usually have any notes, but yeah. a lot of things to read out on this episode. Yeah. Uh, oh, this one's good, because I think we went here. It's Crucible Corner, and it's the little bar and restaurant next to the Crucible, and I think we had a drink there before we went in. The, the pub? Yeah. Do you yeah. remember? I think so. It's like right next to the Crucible. Yeah. Um, the one where Judd Trump said he'd buy everyone a free pint. If yeah. Got, if so this is a little review of the, the Crucible Corner restaurant. If you want to read okay. that out. Okay. <laughs> From start to finish, this establishment was nothing short of an absolute abhorrent disgrace. We were welcomed 
by an incredulously friendly waiter who was sporting what can only be described as the worst ponytail slash hairdo slash barnet in the whole of Sheffield. Starterfish goujons were truly abhorrent, and the main course burgers, post 45 minute wait, were cold, tasteless, and once again rudely delivered by our buddy, the ponytail. <laughs> Funny or what? Yeah, I mean, he objects to him being incredulously friendly. I think that's a strange description because. Incredulously I- friendly. Yeah, he'd have to be very friendly. What, oh, mate? Come in, sit down. What's the burgers and fish goes on? Yeah, I've got a ponytail. What? Yeah. Something like that. But all right. I also like the way he put... So he put welcomed in inverted commas. Because he obviously didn't think it was much of a welcome. But he also put waiter in inverted commas. Wow. Says, we were welcomed by our incredulously friendly waiter. Um, this one I really liked. It's quite short and sweet. Uh, do you know, this is back at the uh, Tower Ballroom where they used to hold the World Championship yeah. and they think they did the shootout a few times. Um, it's always a good one to go to because there's so many negative reviews of it. Mm. So when you get to the top of the tower, there's like um, a glass floor. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this person's just put two lines. Tower view's good and clear today. Glass floor badly scratched. So not like walking on air. Terrible. <laughs> I only go to things that are like walking on air. Who told them it was like walking on air? Not like walking on air. Two stars. <laughs> <laughs> There's the cat again. Oh, Tony. Uh, this, I think you should do this one at the top there. Right. In a very northern accent. Uh, anyone thinking of visiting the Tower Ballroom to dance ballroom, sequence or Latino to fill her dance, do not waste your time. It is nothing short of disco music, which he downloads from YTube. Most finished mid-sequence, timing not correct at all. Very disappointing weekend, having travelled 200 miles to dance on the That Beautiful Ballroom. Very unprofessional, we have far better dances in our own area. Downloads off YTube. <laughs> These are all downloads from YTube. You got that YTube? Having travelled 200 miles to dance on the That Beautiful Ballroom. On the That Beautiful Ballroom. I shall download through YouTube. <laughs> I shall download through I could do this at home. Download through YouTube. <laughs> okay. This is, we're still at the uh, Tower Ballroom here. A lot of all vitriol the, the, for the Tower Ballroom. So much. I keep us going for a few more podcasts. This is about the kind of uh, uh, souvenirs they sell at the Tower. Ah, yes. Souvenirs. Souvenirs. The tat that they're constantly selling would be better off in the bin. <laughs> the eight-year-old in our family really wanted a doll that lit up, which she ended up getting. What a mistake it was. It smelt like burnt hair, burnt plastic, and ham. <laughs> okay, it's the Conor Langdon Memorial Competition. Um, no winners last podcast. Lots of entries. No one got it. It was Cliff Forburn. It was very tough, though. It was a tough one. Tough. I, f- I hope this one's going to be a little bit easier, but I'm not sure. But uh, here we go. See if you can get it. Okay. Living tissue. I can't get that myself. I know who it is. 
I've got no That's idea. really difficult. Is it someone singing? No, it's just, I just cut it up, so it's the uh, same, the same thing over and over again. But... Balls it, something, balls it, something, balls. Club singer. Balls, balls. But yeah, if you know what that is, or who that is, um, get your entries into snookerpodcast at gmail.com and you'll get yourself a t-shirt. Um, and just email us anyway, because we'll read it out and we like to hear, because we don't get many listeners. So We get even fewer emails. Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay, it's time for Chinese Whispers. Now, on the last podcast, it was just the best one we've ever done with the Chinese nicknames. Oh, yeah. I've got some more. This is part two. Uh, If you haven't listened to this podcast before, this is where we go on Chinese snooker websites, and they're translated back into English through the uh, Chrome browser. And uh, I went on this site. It's like Yahoo questions type thing. So users will ask a question, and then other users will reply. You've seen the kind of thing. Yeah, I have. So what was asked was, what are some snooker player nicknames? And I read some out last podcast, but these are the uh, the next ones. The remaining. Rifle through your notes. Okay. Uh, Stephen Hendry, Billiards Emperor, King of the Frame Bar, The Bag King. <laughs> the Bag King? The yeah, Bag King. Yeah. That really made me laugh, The Bag King, I don't know why. The Bag King. Uh, Chinese prodigy Ding Junhui, Ding Around... Catfish ding, ding wiping. Ding wiping. <laughs> I don't know what, where that's come from. Give me a dingo wipe. This one's good. Uh, Dominique Dell, astronaut. Dell likes to sing opera, painting his mind seemed to come from outer space. <laughs> uh, Willie Fawn, Mr. Rod out. Rod out? Yeah. Mr. Rod out. That's... <laughs> he is known for getting his rod out. Uh, Irish Fergal O'Brien, is childish face assassin? Yes. <clears throat> he's the, the baby-faced assassin. Yeah. Childish face. Just if he sees a childish face, he kills him straight away. Uh, oh, where's the other ones gone? Oh, uh, this one as well. Um, Stephen Lee, fat man, image cute. Needless to say, elephant. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Maguire et actually no nickname. I am truly sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it for this week. That, that, they're good, oh, they? I like the way the the answer of the question is truly sorry. Um, truly. Stephen Maguire has no. Maybe we should make up a nickname for Stephen Maguire so that that person can feel better. Possibly, yeah. What should we call him? I think um, we should call him the the scruff. The absolute scruff. The scruff. The scruff monster. Or, um, the Pashid. So yeah, I found this little clip uh, from this old podcast, and it's a comedian called Ray Peacock. Ray Peacock. His actual name's Ian Boltworth, I think. Anyway, he changed it to Ray Peacock. No, yeah, yeah, but he didn't realise it was a pun until someone pointed it out. Anyway, this that's by the by. <laughs> I think we should explore this more. Well, anyway, but carry on. So he's just talking about... He does warm-ups for like TV shows. Yeah, so he's talking about um, the time he did the warm-up for They Think It's All Over. Yeah. And John Virgo was on. Right. And John Virgo like messed up the whole uh, feature on the show. Like It's really funny. Have a listen to this. 
So they had on, it was John Virgo. Oh, yeah. Frank Bruno. Yeah. And uh, Tessa Sanderson, okay. the juggling lady. Yeah. <laughs> um, my, weirdly, my dressing room was right in between Frank Bruno's dressing room and Ricky Hatton on the other side. Oh. Frank Bruno's voice is the weirdest voice in the world. Because you know it's deep in that. Yeah. That really carries. Okay. So he's always like, oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> ow, ow. <laughs> <laughs> ow, ow, ow. Oh, <laughs> he does that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he was in the dressing room, so it's getting on my fucking nerves, but I thought I can't go around and knock on and say, Can you keep it down, Frank Bruno? <laughs> I'm trying to I'm do you know, go through my notes here. Yeah. But anyway, they Bruno, Virgo and Tessanison weren't guests on the panels, they were just there. <laughs> they just turned up they just brought them out right. all dressed in panto stuff one of the saddest things you've ever seen in your life yeah I can imagine so they came out and uh, the question was who's been in the most pantomimes right Right. so they asked the teams and that, they all gave their answers when they were given the actual official answers they went right so Tessa Sanderson she's been in uh, seven pantomimes John Virgo has been in nine pantomimes so the winner is and then John Virgo went I've been in more than that <laughs> And they were like, what? Well, no, I've done loads more than that. And it started, like, kicking off a little bit. <laughs> so then they stopped the recording. Right. And I had to go out. And I was going, is this anybody's weirdest night of their fucking life? <laughs> the TV recording's been stopped because John Virgo's haggling over how many pantos he's done. <laughs> and then Virgo's giving it, no, I have, no. I remember one I was doing with Jim Davidson. I broke my leg in the matinee. <laughs> Couldn't do the night performance. Davidson's made up with that because he got to do the show himself. Next day I went back and I went, and Jim Davidson and I drew a move from the theatre because you were in a wheelchair. <laughs> What's great about that is that it's just a bit of fun, a game. And I can imagine John Murray going, no, hold on a minute. Hang on, I'll put in more than that. <laughs> you just imagine him doing that. Yeah. But that's a funny story, isn't it? That is a funny story. <laughs> Where's this feature going? I've been in more than nine pantomimes. Yeah, so there we go. We haven't we haven't done a podcast for a long time because we've been doing other stuff. Now you've been you went camping, didn't you? I did. Yeah. Tell the listeners what happened. Oh, <laughs> yes. Well, so uh, to cut a long story short, I got picked up in the car straight from work. The car was packed with all the gear that we'd prepared the night before, um, and then my girlfriend was going to load all the stuff in the car when she got picked up from home, and they picked me up from work. So we got there. It's chucking it down, obviously, because we go camping and it's always going to rain. We're unloading the car. And I went, oh, where's my bag? <laughs> and she'd forgotten to put my bag in. Oh, my God. So I had no clothes, apart from what I'd worn for work. So you wore that for, like, three days? I had no undies. I had to borrow a pair of jogging bottoms from my snooker wife. Oh, dear. And wear them all weekend. I had to borrow it. Lacey knickers and bra. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. But it was fine. Okay. It's quite liberating, actually, when you know you wake up in the morning and you think, ooh, what am I going to wear today? <laughs> I'm just going to wear this ladies' brassiere. Another thing that I've been doing since we last did a podcast, yeah. uh, it was my birthday. Oh, yes. And I was given as a gift from my younger brother yes. this small object, which looks quite unassuming, but when... Handled correctly. What's it called? Jew's harp? A Jew's harp or a jaw harp. Ah, okay. Yeah. And you can make some interesting noises with it. Okay, Observe. Go on. Go on. Ah. Can you speak through it? Yes. <laughs> like a robot. <laughs> I am a sugar robot. <laughs> I am a sneaker robot. Yeah. Is that what you say? It's quite good, isn't it? Can you say, uh, where's the cue ball going? Where's the cue ball? <laughs> <laughs> 
Not really. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> so yeah, it's quite an interesting instrument. Get some weird sounds. So I found this little clip. This is from uh, the Welsh Open, and they interviewed Milkins backstage. Now it's almost like he's trying to prove he's from the West Country by like saying sort of things he's into and stuff. Have a listen to this. That won't change, you know. It's the West Country, and um, this is my local venue. I'm not far from Bristol and Gloucester. That's yeah. where, you know, been brought up, and I Just like the Wurzels. So I must, fair. I must be from there because I like mu- the. Wurzels. I must be, yeah, because I like the Wurzels. <laughs> I like cider. <laughs> I drink a lot of cider. I've just ploughed a field. <laughs> Is that enough for you? Now, Robert, um, we've got you backstage here. Now, rumour has it you're from the West Country. Are you actually from the West Country? Why don't you guess? Right? <laughs> I like cider, the Wurzels, Cornish ice cream. I've got a straw hat on. I'm a dingle-dangle scarecrow with a flippy-floppy hat. We can call you cheesy if you like. Call me Edam. Edam. <laughs> what cheese is made backwards? Edam. Edam. <laughs> classic riddle. Um, Jimmy Riddles. Classic riddles. Um, what cheese is made backwards? Edam. What gets wetter the more it dries? <laughs> what is it? Towel. 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 What can go up the chimney down but can't go down the chimney up? <laughs> chimney sweep. An umbrella. <laughs> Tune in next week for more of Jimmy Riddle's Classic Riddles. <laughs>